following contains descriptions of physical violence, sexual violence, and graphic descriptions of autopsies. Welcome to episode 26 of TGIC Podcast. I'm Izzy. And I'm Jillian. Today we'll be discussing the bizarre disappearance of Brandon Lawson. So let's start with some background. So Brandon Lawson was born on November 18th of 1986 and he went missing in 2013 when he was 26. He had been dedicated to his fiance, Ledessa Lofton. For that over is quite the name. Yeah, no, Ledessa. That's kind of cool actually in a like weird way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they actually had three children together, but he had a child from a previous relationship, so he was a father of four. Oh, wow. Which is, like, 26. Oh, my God, and a father of four is, like, cray-cray. That's a lot. Especially, like, like, I could understand that was, like, all with different women, because, I mean, that's a lot easier to, like, you know, have over time. Yeah. But three with the same lady at 26, that's a lot of kids. A lot of dedication right there. And... (laughs) (laughs) Um, something else, too. Yeah. Um... (laughs) And they actually lived together in San Angelo, Texas. And everyone who knew Brandon knows that he was a very loving father who pays really close attention to his children and his relationship with Ledessa. And Brandon actually worked as an oil field worker. Um, What is that? I'm not really sure. I think... Yeah, I'm honestly not very sure. Do you, like, produce oil? Like, Well, you, like, mine oil. You know what I mean? Like, oil mine? I thought they didn't do that in the U.S. anymore. Oh, really? I, maybe I, they do I do it in the U.S. Yeah. now. There's something with the Middle East, and there's reasons why we got we couldn't get oil anymore. I don't know. Taxing? Yeah, I have no idea. But My, my international history on like taxing and stuff is not limited. up to date. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, like due to the very long hours and extren- extraneous workload, which was sometimes upwards of 96 hours a week... That's a lot. How Which many, is a lot. How many is that per day? 96 divided by 7. I Where think it was math? like upwards of 11 per day sometimes. Oh, well that's not terrible. But like, that's like full day. Like that's, I guess. I don't know. That's like seven days terrible. a week. Um, and like, but the fact, like I said, it's really active work too. Like it's not like a desk job. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's like, true. He was like outside 96 hours a week. And, I mean, Brandon and his fiancé decided that it was time for a job change, which was actually about to start soon. And also, like, 96 hours a week. If you have four kids, that's like you're never home. Right? Um, So, yeah, he just decided to, like, change his job. And he was, like, I think the next week after he, like, went missing, he was about to start a new job. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, actually, Brandon had struggled with substance abuse in the past, and he had actually relapsed in the months prior to his disappearance. And the main drug that he had been known to use was methamphetamine. And due to the severity of his addiction in the past, his relapse really scared and, frankly, angered his fiancée. She was angry about it? That's kind of mean. I mean, it's mean, but at the same time... Well, people who are addicts and struggle with that, it's not, like, the best thing just to be angry at them about it. Like, it's kind of mean. I don't know. I feel like it's something that a lot of times the person who is an addict, like, can't control it. Or they can't control it, but, like, to some extent, it's something that, it's like a chemical thing in your brain. You know what I mean? Like, addiction is something that's really hard to break loose from. I know, but I feel like his fiance should put in a little more understanding. Yeah, true. But, I mean, like... 
if your family member like was clean for so long and now they have like multiple kids after being like I guess I don't know I don't know I I can see from both perspectives I don't know um okay so I'm gonna do the timeline today um, on August 8th of 2013, that's where our whole crime starts. At 11.55 p.m., Brandon and his fiance Ladessa Lofton, got into an argument over his addiction. So, like, I mean, it was pretty bad because, you know, clearly she was angry and, like, it was just they were very upset because Brandon decides to leave and just, like, not stay the night. Oh, my God. So, yeah, like, that must have been, like, really, really bad because he was just, like, peace out. And also, I mean, his kids were there, so that's, like, a lot of piecing out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of sucks. Um, anyway, he called his dad around 11.55 that night and said that he was going to come over because he needed some time to cool off. He then left in his truck after hanging up the phone. So, this is the early morning hours of August 9th of 2013. So, at 12.40 a.m. is where our timeline continues, so that's about, like, a little less than an hour later. Brandon calls his brother because he ran out of gas and was on the side of a highway, his brother, Kyle, then goes to bring him gas on the side of this highway. So, this incident just seems a little weird to me, mostly because it seems like it took, like, a really long time for him to get somewhere that, like, wasn't actually his dad's house yet. Like, like why would he go... Here, I'm going to rephrase this the Yeah, best like, how possible. far away was his dad's house? Exactly, house? because you, you have to imagine it can't be that far away if he decides to go there in the middle of the night. Or... Like, if he'd already driven, like, almost an hour, and then now he's stuck on the side of the road with no gas, like, how far away was his dad's house? I don't know. That's, like, Or maybe weird. he was just, like, aimlessly driving for a little bit, because I get it. Like, sometimes, like, well, nobody driving around... his dad just... he was on his way. Or maybe his dad just lived far away. I don't know. I, mean, I guess, but, you know, I feel like there's... Like, he's not just gonna go, like, sit on the side of the road for, like... I know, but all I, night. I feel like... I don't know. I just... I'm thinking if you're gonna not spend the night and you decide to go to your dad's, it's gotta be closer, right? Because why not go to, like, a hotel or a friend's house that's a lot closer? That's that's the question I'm posing. I probably am, like, thinking on into it a little too much, but, like, it seems like a really far distance to go just to avoid your girlfriend who seems pissed at you. I guess that's true. Or, like, where does his brother live? Why doesn't he stay with his brother? Yeah, I don't know, because if he calls his brother to bring him gas... Yeah, but clearly that's closer. I don't know. Maybe, like, his... I don't... Yeah, I have no idea. That really messes with your head, I guess. Um, okay. So, at 12.50 a.m., Brandon places a 911 call. So, we're going to play that clip now. I know it's been a while since we've played a 911 call, so this is exciting. strange the whole thing mm-hmm. um I don't know I'm just like really confused he's like saying that there's this guy like chasing him I guess and then there's gunshots and that he hit someone too 
And also, I know there's this part where, like, it sounds like he laughs and says, yeah. And a lot of people actually speculate that it wasn't even him saying that. <gasps> what? Like, he was with someone. But that seems even weirder. Like, yeah, like, who would he be with? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was mm-hmm. having, like, an affair, and that's where he, I don't know. But then why, then why bother calling the police and writing himself out? Well, I mean, if he was being chased by someone. But then why would they be laughing? I don't know. Also, if he was having an affair, why wouldn't he go to her house instead of his dad's house? If he was, like, that goes even back to my whole thing about why would you drive so far in the middle of the night. Exactly. And, like, if he was having an affair, why would he be calling saying he was being chased by someone? Yeah. Like, what if he was being chased by someone? While he was having an affair? Yeah. Then where's the lady? I don't... She's the one laughing and saying, yeah. Maybe that's Mm, a dude. I don't even know. Maybe he was having an affair with a dude. No, not in Texas. In, no, not in 2013. Texas. Yeah, no. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You guys come up with your own thoughts on that one, because I don't even know. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, this is a weird case. Yeah. Weird case. Okay. So at 1.10 a.m., a police officer arrives on the scene, but not because of Brandon's call. So another 911 call had actually been placed saying that Brandon's truck was obstructing traffic and it was like just parked uh, like over a line that it shouldn't have been and was obstructing traffic. So they sent out an officer. So they sent out an officer for that, but not for his weirdo 911 call. Yeah, exactly. What? Um, So I guess they show up or whatever and they just arrive on the scene. But then at the same time, Kyle, who was his brother, and Kyle's girlfriend had also arrived on the scene with like gas. <laughs> okay. You know, because they, they were yeah, they were in the was gas, gas. was out of gas. And I think that's kind of weird that they arrived at the same time. But, like, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, because, I mean, he probably called them at, like, around the same time he called the police. And maybe that's just, like, and I guess when they, they got kind of there. Away. I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's, that's, it's, like, one of those things that's definitely, like, weird in my opinion. But it's, like, not weird enough to actually substantiate yeah, any exactly. sort of theory. Um, anyway, so his truck was found on the side of the highway about four miles south of Bront, Texas. I think that's... Yeah, it's Bront. Yeah. I think it's Bront or Bronte, but I think it's more Bront. Okay. And so it wasn't damaged at all, and the gas tank was empty, so that does corroborate the whole thing about the phone call to Kyle and Mm -hmm. being, like, stranded on the side of the road. And his keys and his cell phone and, like, obviously Brandon were missing from the car. So Kyle then gets another call from Brandon saying that he was a few minutes up the road and was bleeding, but then his phone died and Kyle could like barely make out what he was saying because the service was going in and out and then his phone just like died. Mm -hmm. So they drove around for a while and looked for Brandon, but they just couldn't find him. Um, And then Kyle and his girlfriend just left the gas can at his car so he would have gas when he, you know, made his way back and then they went home and no one saw Brandon again. Oh my, wait, okay, so like (laughs) literally Kyle got this call while the police were at Brandon's truck? Yeah. Oh my god! And then they drove around and looked for him, and they couldn't locate him, and then, but they were like, you know, he'll find his way back to his car, so they left the gas there and just went home. What the actual fuck? <laughs> okay. That's just, like, not, no. He literally said he was bleeding. What if he was, like, literally, like, dying, and you just, oh, it's dark out, don't see him. But now he'll have gas. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Um, yeah, super weird. Okay, so now I'm going to talk a little bit about the investigation. So, he never used his cell phone or credit debit cards again since his disappearance. A search was done on October 24th of 2013, but nothing was found. However, it was over two months later. 
That's really weird. So, like, literally, let's say he was murdered. Someone could have gone back and, like, chained, taken out all the evidence or whatever. But also, let's say nothing even sinister, like, bad happened. Rain could have just taken out. Like, months worth of rain. And, like, like that's so like, weird. Everything with nature, like, animals, whatever, like, any evidence would just not be there anymore. Like, why did they not do that earlier? Why? I feel like... Oh, okay. He was probably just not a high-priority case. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess he wasn't probably... I think he's, like, declared, like, involuntarily missing. I guess because of... Do you think that's because of his addiction, too? Probably his addiction. He was an adult, like, guy. He was having relationship issues. It, like, totally could be plausible that he ran away, you know? True. Anyway, the case has just gone nowhere since, like, at all. Which makes sense. It's just, it's cold. I mean, there's not a lot to go on. Yeah, there's not. I mean, there's that weird 911 call, and, like, I don't know. I just feel like so much more could have been done, like, that night. Yeah. Like, they really could have tried to look for him a little more. I don't know. Exactly. The police could have stepped up their game a little bit, because they clearly cared about, like, the traffic obstruction, but what about this guy that's calling saying he's bleeding? And that he's being chased by someone. Yeah, exactly. Where are their concern then? Yeah, that makes no sense. Okay, so now we're going to get back into suspects and theories. So, obviously, there's not going to be that many theories or, like, any suspects no, for this case. there's nothing. Because there's no evidence. Like... I, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. There is not that much on this case. We're like... It's, it's a little hard. We, it's slightly hard. We're like making up these theories a little bit. Yeah. Good times. Okay, so first we're going to talk about the murder theory. So basically this theory just goes like someone attacked him on the side of the road after he ran out of gas. Maybe he got out of his car and like was just walking around a little bit and someone just like took advantage of that. And that would explain, I mean... The 911 call and the fact that he was, like, claiming that he was being chased by someone, too. Okay, but then what was the motive? Like, yeah, exactly. They weren't attacking him to steal anything. His car was still there. His phone and his bank have, like, they, nothing, they haven't been touched. So no one was stealing, like, stealing True. from him. Like, what was the reason to kill him? Exactly, and, like, if they, if someone were to be trying to, like, murder him or whatever, and he... Like, it doesn't make sense, all the phone calls to his, like, brother and stuff, too. Like, yeah, what? maybe he was being chased, but, like, at the same time, if you're, someone is trying, like, if you're on the side of the road, they're not gonna chase you. You know well, what no, I mean? They're gonna, like, like... He was probably being chased, because this was, there's a good gap of time between. Yeah. He was probably being chased, and then, like, he was attacked, but that would mean that he was, like, attacked on the side of the road, and then I presume the guy would have left, and that's why he called his brother... But, like, at the same time, then why was he never found again? Exactly. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, if he was on the side of the road bleeding, did the guy come back and take his body somewhere? Did he just die on the side of the road and, like, an animal ate him? And, like, that, I mean, I'm, well, they never did a search. I would say they wouldn't have, they would have missed, they wouldn't have been able to, like, miss his body, but. They did do a search, but, like, it was so much later, anyone could have, anything could have happened at that point. I don't know. Exactly. And I mean, like, honestly, this case, this is just not substantiated. There's no evidence to support it. And, like, there's no motive. I think murder is what a lot of people want to believe because it makes him seem like, like, he more could have been his, it couldn't have been his fault, right? Or, like, it couldn't have been his decision, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like we're going to talk about the runaway theory in a minute, and, like, obviously that would be his choice to leave his life. And, like, I think a lot of people, like, especially, like, family and friends don't want to believe that he would run away, but we'll see. 
So I'm going to talk about that theory now, now that I've introduced it a little bit. So Brandon, this would be like he just wanted to abandon his life or someone in his life, like maybe his fiance or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was getting a lot of pressure from her about relapsing. And so he just chose to run away and like stage a disappearance. I don't know. But he also, I um, I guess he also had a lot of police warrants on him for his arrest. Arrest of what? He um, had, like, drug offenses and stuff. Oh. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of, like, cause for him to run away. But, like, I just don't think it makes a lot of sense. Because, A, his family said it was, like, out of character for him. Which I actually don't think is, like, a big reason on why he wouldn't run away. Yeah. So, like, you know what? Like, people... What are you going to say? Oh, yeah, he runs away all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not what you say. So... And um, going back to those police warrants, he actually had, like, a felony warrant, which means that if he was convicted, he would have been in prison for 20 years. Yeah, I mean, so it's totally possible he ran away for that. And, like, yeah, exactly. The only thing I don't, like, I could understand him running away. I actually understand a lot of the cause for that and think that's very plausible, except for the fact he took his, like, phone and his, like, his keys and stuff and, like, you don't take your phone with you when you run away. I mean, maybe that's not common sense for people. I feel like it's common sense. No, I feel like it's common sense, But, too. like, I don't know. Maybe this guy wasn't that bright. It's possible. Yeah. And well, then... Like, why would he make up all the stuff with the injuries and shit? And why would he call his family to come, like, see him? Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't like, make that a doesn't lot make sense. sense. Like, you'd think it would make a lot more sense if he just did the whole thing and then just, like, disappeared. Exactly. Also, how would he have gotten away? On foot? He left his car. He left his car, and then, like... He would not have been able to get that far. Yeah, I don't... It's weird. In the middle of the night, too. Like, would he have hitchhiked? No one's picking up someone in the middle of the night. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I don't know how busy the highway his car was on or whatever, but, like, it it just doesn't make make that much sense. But, like, okay, that's the thing. This is, like, a theory that, like, cause for it makes a lot of sense, but, like, the actual, like... Execution Execution does not make any sense. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get on to our final theory, which is the meth mania theory. And honestly, I think this one is the most plausible. Yeah, I think so, too. That's why we're calling this episode meth mania. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Brandon's brother, Kyle, actually claims that his brother was high on meth at the time of his disappearance. Like, he said that when his brother called him, like, he actually called him earlier that day in an attempt to get him to help him buy some meth. Okay, but, like, that doesn't mean he was high later on. Well, actually... Brandon's fiance, Ladessa, told Kyle that when they were arguing prior to his disappearance that, like, made him leave, he was, like, flipping out and tripping on meth. Okay. So, <laughs> he was he was tripping on meth? He was tripping. That is her direct quote. Oh, tripping. Is that, like, some sort of slang? I'm not I cool enough know to know any, meth Yeah, slang. I don't know any meth slang. Um, and I mean, like, that's... I, let's just, like... Okay, I'm going to get into the symptoms of meth abuse because I feel like that's kind of important to talk about. Yeah. Um, so some symptoms are paranoia, outbursts, and mood swings, agitation, anxiety, vivid hallucinations, memory problems, and other physical symptoms like severe weight loss and skin sores. Ugh. Gross. So, yeah, I mean, like... And, I mean, a lot of these symptoms could cause mental trauma and hallucinations that could have led Brandon to believe that he was being followed by someone and could, like, have swayed him to call the police. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe he 
was like thinking he was being followed and also that 911 call it sounded like he was slurring his speech quite a bit too yeah that's true so like you never know maybe he like got in the car and like did a few extra doses and then he just like was tripping balls excuse me Trippin' balls. Have you never heard that expression? No, I've never heard that expression before. <laughs> we should call this episode Trippin' Balls. <laughs> no, we should not call this episode that. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it kind of makes sense. On the call, he sounds kind of, like, chaotic. Out of it, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. And, I mean, like, in my opinion, I believe that Brandon could have ran away from his this hallucination and potentially been hurt to the point where it killed him. Yeah, I you mean, know? it could have been kind of like a combo of meth and running away. Like, he wanted to run yeah. away, but he was on meth, so he's so like... So he's, like, running around a field somewhere. Like in Candyland. Oh, my God. And, like, I don't know. And maybe, like, he overdosed at some point? To yeah, the, like, I don't know. And accidentally, while attempting to calm the hallucinations that were, like, freaking him out. And, I mean, like, as we said earlier, the police never, like, searched for him until two months later. Maybe yeah. something happened to his body and we just don't know what exactly. happened. Like, anything could have happened at that point. They waited over two months. Exactly! And, I mean, like, I also feel like this theory could go hand-in-hand hand with other theories. Like, Yeah, totally. He could have been taken advantage by someone because he was high. And, like, he could have been a bigger target for a murderer because of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, also, I didn't even think about this until now, but, like, maybe the person, he was, like, involved in some, like, shady shit because of his addiction. He never, like... I mean, you said he had, like, all these charges, like, felony charges and shit. Yeah. maybe he bought from someone and never, like, paid him back or something. Exactly. And that's, like, they just made him disappear. Like, like, meth debt. Meth debt? Meth debt. Meth debt. I'm coining that term right here. That is a... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, like, honestly, though, I don't think he overdosed because his body would have been found. Like, yeah. I mean, unless, like, his body had just been, you know, like, I mean, it was Texas. I don't really know what Texas Yeah, I don't know. Like, what, like, I imagine what? it being, like, a very big, like, like grassland. I don't know, like, half grass, half <laughs> yeah. desert. Like, I just like, don't imagine there being a lot of stuff there. I don't personally know. I've never been about to Texas. Texas. But, like, I just don't imagine there being a lot going on in the middle of Texas. Exactly. And, like, when I think of Texas, I literally think of, like, animal skeletons. No, <laughs> so kind of. I like, think of, like, those, like, what are those things called? Like, dry hay and, like, um, carcasses and, like, oh my, I don't What know. are those things called? Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds. I think of tumbleweeds. Yeah. I don't really think that's what Texas looks like. I think that there's quite a few, like, major cities there. Yeah. Eh. We're so out of uh, what is that? Out of the loop. Out of the loop. We don't know what's going on. I literally that's what Texas looks like. Yeah. I was like, imagine like vultures scavenging his body. (laughs) Like that seems like accurate for what I think Texas is. No, it does seem kind of accurate. Like literally, this case has just been so. I feel like I there's no explanation for really anything. No. Like you have partial explanations that could lead to other. Like, the only explanations are giving me more questions. No, exactly. And, like, this happened so many years ago now, and the police didn't investigate it enough, in my opinion. So, I just don't know. It was a, There needed to be a lot of, like, beginning of the case investigation, and they did not get that. Exactly. Like, you know, in some cases, like, you literally could probably not investigate it for a little while, and then just, like... Solve it. Solve it later because, like, they're, they ha- I don't... Like, this one needed a lot of baseline evidence that some cases just don't need, and... Yeah. Yeah. This, I don't know. This one's Um, weird. It's just really weird, yeah. 
Okay, well, this was the mysterious disappearance of Brandon Laughlin. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. Okay, so this was the mysterious disappearance of Brandon Lawson. Let us know what you think on our blog, Instagram, and TikTok, which is tgic.podcast. Um, did you guys notice we switched again? You have to, like, let us know which, which like, spots we do Yeah, better. exactly. Because, like... It's nice to spice it up once in a while. But, like, also, I think Izzy is just the true timeline queen, and I can't beat that. Yeah, I know, and you're the true background, oh, like, thank you. introduction queen. I hate background, but I like introduction and conclusion. Yeah. I like, and, I and theories, too. I feel like you come up with a lot of the theories oh, for thank episodes. You. Yeah, yeah, so let us know what you think about us switching spots or if we should, like, never do it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, tune in next week for Jillian's specially selected case in honor of her 16th birthday next Yay. Monday. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.